Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. We're so glad you're here this morning. We'll get right to it. Get your Bibles out and turn to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verse 18 through 35, for a message titled, Doubt. Verse 23 says, And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And that's a message for us all, isn't it? We can't be offended by the way God orchestrates our life. Do you realize that nothing can touch you except God allows it? There's nothing surprising to God in your life as he looks at you. He's not shocked. He he doesn't say, oh my goodness, look, Gabriel. Oh my goodness, look what just happened. You know, it's it's never happened. He will not allow anything to touch you that he does not allow to touch you in your life. And it is for your good and it is for his purposes. He says, blessed or oh how happy is, is the literal meaning of that, is he who is not offended. This word is scandalon in the Greek. I love that word, scandalon. Sounds scandalous, doesn't it? it? It's not, really. That's not what it means at all. In fact, this word simply means the, the plate that you set the bait on, on a trap, on a snare. Now, not even thinking of this, I walked into my office on Saturday yesterday. I walked in there and I saw the mouse, there was a mouse trap sitting there and it was no, there was no, nothing on the scandal on. There was just, it was scandal free. I was looking and I, I, you know, I got a couple mouse traps here. The weather's changing. I better set them because every year it seems like we get mice, you know, coming into the office. And so I got the mouse traps and I, I set it on the counter and I got a plastic fork and I, I got some peanut butter and I scooped into the peanut butter. The pl- I used a plastic fork because once something touches a mouse trap, it needs to go in the garbage or be burned or be completely, you can't wash it. The dishwasher cannot get those germs off in my mind. Anyway, so I, I rubbed the stuff on the scandal on. And as I'm rubbing it, on, I just kind of dipped it on there like this and I saw it move. And I looked, and I realized this trap is set. <laughs> it's like I just touched the lever, and it, I mean, it could have gone whack and snapped my finger, broke the fork. It could have gone in my eye. I'm thinking of all this stuff. I'm like, my goodness. And so I grabbed the trap, and I very carefully put it down. It's probably corroded or something. I don't know. I can't even imagine how it didn't go off. And then I got another trap and set it that will go off. And it snapped on me, actually. You know how you set them, and then they, <laughs> they snap on you? Scares the tar out of you. You're like, ah! But that's what this is talking about. Are you going to be, you're going to walk yourself into a situation, into a time, into a trial in life, and it is like a bait that's set for you, and snap, you're offended. You're caught in that. God, why would you allow this to happen to me? And that's what John the Baptist has done. Blessed is he who is not offended because of me, Jesus would say. Verse 24 says, when the messenger of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitude concerning John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? This is interesting because 
he waits for John's disciples to leave. And why? He, he's going to talk about John now, but he, he waits for his disciples to leave first. And I, I would submit to you that the reason he does is because he wants John's disciples to have the full effect of what he had said. And he, they're going to go down to John, and he say, they're going to say, you know, John, this is what Jesus said. He said that the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the, the blind see, the dead are raised. And John would know the scripture. And John, who he was as a man who followed God with his whole heart, what would he, his response be to that? Well, that's stupid. No. No, you know what John's response is to that when, he, when it's brought to him? You know what he'd, he'd say? And I just, I'm assuming this, but I, I know it's true. He would say, you know, that's right. That's right, and I'll sit here. Because that's the word of God. And there's no question now. I got to get out of my head, out of my emotions. It's the word of God. But what he does here is he, he looks at John and, and he could have ruined him. He could have ruined his witness. He could have, I mean, John has this failure and he could have just let the, the crowd just sit in that failure. As John, as Jesus looked to the word of God and said, well, this is the truth. You know, sorry. And just let the crowd go, wow, John the Baptist, what, what a mess. And maybe we even think that, you know, wow, John the Baptist, what a mess. Watch out, buckaroo. If John the Baptist struggles with his faith, you think that I might struggle with my faith from time to time? And we're talking about a guy who didn't enjoy any of the pleasures or luxuries of the world. This is a guy who is completely dedicated to God, a guy who completely gave his life up to follow and to serve God and didn't even enjoy good food or fancy houses or, or even comfort of any kind. And he finds himself in this difficulty, a difficult life that ends in difficulty. But Jesus I, I love this. Jesus cares about his reputation, he, and he cares about your reputation too. He cares about you. And John had been a witness for Jesus, and so it becomes kind of a, a complicated thing as, as he now tells the truth about this whole thing. But he asked them, what did you go out to see? Why did you go see John? Because he was flowing with the winds of the time, and he was just doing what everybody else was doing? Did you go out to see this, this reed blowing in the wind and just going with everything that's going down the pike? He's just, just like everybody else, like the Pharisees and the scribes and the Essenes and whoever else. What did you go out to see? No, they went out to see John because he was a firebrand. He was, he was punk rock. The guy was like nobody else. He's out there dressed like Captain Caveman, and he's out there screaming, repent. And everybody's like, whoa, what's going on with that guy? I don't like what he's saying, but I can't stop listening. You ever had that happen to you? And then you're like, you got to come and listen to this. This is crazy town, but it's, it's really, really crazy. It's good. And they listen to it, and he's talking about, you know, making things right in your life. And if you have two cloaks, then give it to somebody who has none and repent. And he calls the Pharisees, and they love this. You brood of vipers who has warned you to, come, to flee from the wrath to come. I mean, he was completely on fire. And just like Moses, who turned aside to look at the bush, not because it was a normal bush, but because it was on fire and not consumed. He's turned aside to see that sight, and they turned aside to see John the Baptist because he was on fire. And they wanted to hear what he had to say. And Jesus is saying, did you just go out to see a, a, a reed blowing in the wind? No. Verse 25, but what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who are in gorgeous apparel and live in luxury are in king's courts. Did you go out to see John the Baptist because he was wearing the latest fashions? No, what was John wearing? A camel hair thing and a leather belt. 
It was crazy, eating locusts and wild honey. I mean, the guy was out there just completely in the elements, living out in the wilderness until the day that he was called to start to proclaiming the repentance and the kingdom of God is coming, preparing the way of the Lord. Verse 26, but what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, (laughs) he went out there to see John because he was a prophet. In the, in the attire, it's interesting because John wore the same clothing as Elijah and Elisha. Remember Elijah had the camel hair and leather belt thing? He's a hairy man with the, the camel hair and leather belt. And then when, when he went up in the chariot, Elisha had asked him for a double portion. He says, if my, if my mantle falls down you know, and it comes to you, then you, you will have a double portion. So he, he did and he fell down and he grabbed it, touched the water with it and the water parted and he went across he could have been wearing that same outfit, you know. Hey, this is, the, this is the prophet style, you know, or whatever. And now John's wearing the same thing. Some commentators believe that this is actually the mantle of Elijah that John had put on. That was what the attraction was, that everybody was like, what is going on? And this guy's out there preaching this, camel hair mantle, and sporting it. Verse 27, this is the one who has written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Now, this is, this is interesting because we know that John said something like this when they asked him who he was. Um, but Jesus quotes a different passage from Malachi chapter 1, or chapter 3, rather, verse 1. It says, Behold, and this is God speaking, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. So he is John, and me is God. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. And this is, that was be considered the Messiah. The Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord Yahweh of hosts. That's, that's what this, this says. And you remember when Jesus started his ministry, he cleansed it at the end after the, transfigure, or after the triumphal entry. But you also remember in John, it tells us that he went into the temple at the beginning of his ministry and cleansed the temple suddenly coming to his temple as he begins his earthly ministry and cleanses it. But remember John quoted, instead, he quoted Isaiah 40, verse 3. When they came to him, they said, are you the prophet? And he said, no. Are you Elijah? He said, no. Are you the the one? He said, no. Are, Are you the Messiah? No. And he says, but I am, Isaiah 40, verse 3, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. This is, again, Yahweh. This is the name of God. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.